I'm Amber. And I'm Leslie. And you're listening to The The Grim Grim Mystics. Hey, we didn't do the weird eyebrow thing. No, we, but I did like make we my flowed a little. Yeah, <laughs> our head in like a complete circle. But we at least didn't like take look. That pause was not nearly as long. <laughs> it wasn't nearly as awkward as it normally is. So that's progress. Progress. I'll take yes. it. Yes. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Mm-hmm. Um, it's ten thirty for Amber and I. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I always feel the need to tell you guys the time. I think so that they understand where we're at in our day. I like it. I honestly do. Because <laughs> yeah, it's it's a Friday night, ten thirty. We both work today. Like just so they're aware <laughs> of how we might be. Um, <laughs> and like the topic for today, it may get a little slap happy. It may actually I don't think it's gonna get slap happy oh, I do. at all. I think it's I think it's gonna get spooky, Amber. I'm so excited. Um Explorers. There are some things that even I haven't heard that we're going to be talking about today. Like you do not understand when Leslie and I started our podcast and we were brainstorming about what we could talk about. This was one of the things that I was like impatiently waiting for. And it just really, Oh my gosh. Yes. You always talk about this and you always say, I'll have to talk (laughs) about it sometime. And sometime is finally here because I, and sometime is today. Like I told Leslie before we hit record, I'm just going to be a listener today. I'm so excited. I mean, I'm going to talk because that's just who I am. But yeah, sure, sure, sure. But I'm going to be a listener and I am just so excited to hear you you sat down, you you had a plan. Like I just can't wait. So Leslie, you just need to get started. Like we don't need to do how we've been, what we've done. Like we're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Summer's almost over. <laughs> I know it's the um, Shannon. I was listening to Heartland Darkland. Mm-hmm. She had a quote today that I just loved, and it was like August is the Sunday of summer. Yes. And I was like, it's true. But I'm excited for fall. And actually, this is we discussed this earlier. Mm-hmm. Maybe okay, it's us. So we're gonna have a little bit of chitty mm-hmm. chat. Um, we you know before we started recording, we were talking about how we have unintentionally made the perfect lineup for our episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the perfect gateway drug to spooky season. It is. It's like a pre, a little so. taste. It's like a little, like an hors d'oeuvre to a spooky season. No, sh- sprinkle, sprinkle. Well, and I can't wait. Side note. So little tangent. I said no tangent and now I'm tangenting. Um, I convinced my husband, my, um, I have a four day weekend coming up on the first like weekend of September and labor day uh-huh. yeah we a lot of people do. oh my do. Holla, my holla. bad uh i don't follow those holidays but yes <laughs> anyways i can it's the day of labor the day of labor i convinced my husband to get the spooky stuff down so september 1st i will be decorating for halloween wow that's maybe i'll do that too you oh know i've never done well that. so i asked i was like 
when would you be okay with seeing stuff? And I was like, what about September? Like I have this four day weekend, like maybe you could get the stuff down and I'll put it up. Like, don't worry about it. And he was like, I could do that. And he's like, honestly, September's fine. He's like, August would be too soon. And I was like, I'm happy with this compromise. (laughs) Say less. Um, But see, if I had all my spooky shit out already, then I would just see a bunch of holes and then I'd be like, oh, well, um, I need to go to Marshall's and get more. I mean, I'm not saying that's not going to (laughs) happen. Well, and then the next thing we know, I'm going to have spooky season year round. I, you know, that would be perfect. I do in my office. I've got my palm. I've got my LED candles. I've got Mm -hmm. basil the skull. I have an old picture of my parents that looks weird. Like, (laughs) I've got my spooky shit here. I've got some antique stuff Mm -hmm. here. Well, and I, like love to the people who keep their Christmas tree up year round and then just decorate it for the holidays. Like <laughs> I would do that, but it would stop at spooky season. Like I, I'm not going to do a 4th of July Christmas tree, but I could definitely do a Halloween Christmas tree for 11 months of the year and then switch it to Christmas. <laughs> One hundred. Like an Easter tree would be that cute would be. with like little eggs, mm-hmm. but like no, a hundred percent like a, a Halloween Christmas tree mm-hmm. done. And, um, I'm the type of people who has multiple Christmas trees in their home. And I have a small house mm-hmm. in you bet your bottom dollar. We have, we have at least three Christmas trees in our house during Christmas time. Actually, I don't know. We didn't last year because my cat destroyed, my, <laughs> literally destroyed oh, no. my really nice pre-lit, very expensive, perfectly tall Christmas tree. That fucking asshole. <laughs> so we didn't set up. Rippy. I have a black one for my office. Mm. It's all black. And then we have a cute one. Um, we have a CU one for our bedroom because <laughs> I'm a weirdo. So um, I love. Yeah, say less. I'm, I'm putting a Halloween. I'm putting my Christmas tree up for and it'll be Halloween in here. You should. Well, and like there are places that sell like Halloween ornaments. Like it's becoming a phenomenon. I love that it's like normal now to be a fan of Halloween. And I, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I never right. was as a kid. I was so scared. Maybe a little bit because mm-hmm. of what we're about to talk about. <laughs> Which we haven't even talk- <laughs> we, we haven't even announced, by the way. Anyway, no, um, we so yeah, but no, I was always afraid of spooky season. So this whole this whole is mm. this is a new um, obsession of mine. Oh my gosh, it's been my life. I love Halloween. I remember my grandma used to take me to Halloween parties, like in town. They would have like mm-hmm. the kid ones, and like she was very like go play, like go make friends, oh, go be, cute. you know, social. Go go be out there, social. And I remember she took me to some Halloween party. I have no idea where it was. I couldn't even tell you, but it was like in some sort of like uh, church. I remember like a church basement kind of look. Maybe it wasn't a church. Maybe it was like a Chilson, something like that. And it was a room that was decorated for Halloween. And my grandma like walked off and made friends with some of the moms. And I'm like hanging out with some of the kids and they had Hocus Pocus playing on a loop. And I think I, I think I hung out and played and sat through two full hocus pocus oh, oh my gosh playings. but what a lovely memory i bet yeah. that was mm-hmm. yeah so i i can't remember where how we ended up there but that was like the first memory of me being like this is sick oh okay <laughs> well that's lovely so um i'm just mm-hmm. joining the club late i just came a little late in my life that's yeah. all that's okay i can catch you up thank <laughs> you thank you yeah i didn't i never watched are you afraid of the dark because yes i was afraid oh of that the was dark. terrifying I oh my god i didn't read those books because i would have shit my pants like i i've always been interested in ghosts but like terrified of everything else 
Mm-hmm. So goosebumps was my like guilty pleasure where I was terrified of it, but I also like couldn't look away. <clears throat> yeah, I um, I spent many <laughs> nights up terrified. So I mm-hmm. there was just no way that I could go out of my way. <laughs> to like to be even more scared now it's like an adrenaline thing now i love being scared so Mm -hmm. yeah well leslie let's just tell everybody i mean we've alluded to it for a couple minutes but like what are we talking about today some there are some things that i have never said out loud ever some i don't even know if robbie knows some of these things um exclusives today we are talking about my ghost experiences finally finally (laughs) I um, cannot wait. <laughs> it was so funny. I told Amber I wanted to sit down and write an outline, and it was very interesting um, to sit here and write in um, order. And I'm actually, I've now that we've talked a little bit, I'm starting to remember a little bit more of things mm-hmm. that I, um, but it's just really funny to like sit down and write a whole list of in a chronological order of things <sighs> that I have experienced. So, oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, I'll start off like one of my very first memories ever. Um, And this was at my parents' old house in Loveland uh, by the hospital by McKee. We um, built the house. You made a face, right? Like you didn't. Did you even know that we didn't live in the yellow house? The yellow house I thought has been your house forever. No, no. We moved there in 99. (gasps) Um, Really? Yeah. I don't remember very much about that house. I can tell you, I remember the layout of the Mm -hmm. house, but I have not very many memories from there. So my bedroom was up in the, um, on the second floor. It was like a tri-level. So you walked in the front door and you could go upstairs or you could Mm -hmm. go downstairs. And I was on the second floor and I um, saw a hand on the window (gasps) And I was in my crib and I looked up and I just saw a hand on the window and I don't remember, you know, I don't know how long it was, but that's one of my very first memories. How old do you think you were? You said in a crib. Yeah. I remember I was in a, like. You had like. A structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe a toddler, maybe I want to say like maybe three, four. um, Very young. Before we started building um, the yellow house. Mm -hmm. So, and I, we started building when I was four. So. I I would soup soups soups young wow <laughs> um and so that's and I and I I don't know if I remembered at the time but now for me it's just because I've thought of this for so long it just makes sense to me that like obviously there couldn't have been a hand on the second you know on the second story you know mm-hmm. maybe it could I could have I've rationalized this maybe it was a burglar you know who whatever but like God. on the second floor <laughs> but I mean but really on the second floor how could there be a hand and it just was like a black hand. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I had like curtains. I don't know. But there was a street light. So you mm-hmm. could like there was like a shadow. And yeah, I just saw this hand on my window. And so that's like I said, one, one of my very first memories of hmm. existence, um, <laughs> which oh is strange. <laughs> I'll be curious, Amber, this you were here. You have experienced this place. So mm-hmm. um, Bill Reed. Oh, yes. Bill Reed. Um, my parents met at Bill Reed. Bill Reed is a middle school in mm-hmm. our hometown, Loveland. Um, and we should do a, a side note. We should do a deep. I would like, love to, to yeah. do a Bill Reed episode. Okay, cool. We'll put that on our list. Bill Reed is a very important place to me. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's the same as it is anymore. But mm-hmm. like that, 
that was one of my dreams was to teach at Bill Reed. Uh, I mean, Bill Reed's where we met. Bill Reed's where your parents met. Bill Reed's a very special meeting ground. My my husband went to Bill Reed. So when we were in sixth really? grade, yeah, when he, we were in sixth grade, he was in eighth grade. So we didn't know each other, but we went to Bill Reed with him. I'm I'm going to go look in the yearbook. He is in our yearbook. Oh, my God. OK, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm going to have to go search for him. <laughs> And I would love to know we could reach out to some of our um, friends, you know, our classmates. Of, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And see if people have experiences, I think. Oh, my I gosh. Love I would love do. that. Yeah. Get everybody's stories. I would love to do a Bill Reed mm-hmm. episode. Okay. My mom. My mom. Your has mom has stories. stories. Yeah, she does. We uh, could probably reach out to some of the teachers that your mom's friends with, too. Yes, I think. OK. OK. So, uh, That's we'll- to be determined. That'll be coming eventually. <laughs> so it was it was built in the early 1900s i mean i don't you know and it was the old high school mm-hmm. um and just for people not in loveland i don't know how many of the, you are, there are but <laughs> i saw we had a handful of listeners in belgium so we got to break it down yes, for the, for I know, the belgium people in belgium is, it's number belgium, three i one of our top five so hello hello i don't know how to say hello in in belgium, belgium. i don't know what's your what's Bel- your language belgianese do you speak german there oh Maybe Dutch. I don't know. Hmm? <laughs> Let us know. Educate us. <laughs> um, so, but it's old enough that um, there's a bomb shelter because it was around. Well, World War One. Mm-hmm. Um, they were afraid, you know, of the bomb. So there's a bomb shelter in this school, and it's haunted. Every, I mean, in town, everyone knows it's haunted. But like, girl, it's haunted. So. My, like I said, my parents um, met there. So I grew up there. I spent much of my childhood there and always saw weird things. Can I tell they you were- real quick? Yes. In sixth grade, I had the bloody locker. Did you really? That's mm-hmm. that's right. You were upstairs. You were in six two. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. I had the bloody. I had the bloody locker. Did you have weird shit? I could never get it open. That's weird. I could never open my locker. I remember um, Aaron was so kind, and I think she opened my locker for me before I left almost every day that year. I could not open my locker at all. It would not open for me. When we do our research, we'll have to see if that's like part mm-hmm. of the curse. I don't like. I don't. Yeah. I don't I really no remember the stories, to be honest. Which the only one I really oh, I remember do. Oh. <laughs> is the brick. Um, oh yeah, but that's to come. That's to come. Sorry. Sorry. I get excited about that. I, I loved going to that school. It's probably one of my favorite things about what we did growing up. That's perfect. I won't say a lot of the the traditional ghost stories because mm-hmm. a lot of the traditional ghost stories are not where my experiences occurred. So okay. it's kind of nice. Um, when I was in sixth grade, my mom was a teacher there. And my mom was the type of teacher. She was a Spanish teacher. So she did a lot of grading because it's a lot of papers. It's a lot of written word. You know, you have to learn the language. And so she was there a lot. We were Mm -hmm. there early in the morning. We were there late at night. And um, the teacher parking lot was in the back of the school. Mm -hmm. And to get to her classroom, you had to walk into the gym. Oh, who? <laughs> I literally just got goosebumps when I, I did said too. That. I did so, too. Well, and are you going to explain how the gym setup? Because I think even the setup is crazy. Yes, I'm going to explain because I can tell you where my friend was, where okay. I had 
I didn't, I didn't, and I say my friend, he was not my friend. I did not, I hated it. I hated him. I hated that gym. So we, we got there so early. The school um, had a key that the janitor had. It was a special key. It wasn't like a regular key. The janitor mm-hmm. had this key though, that, and that's how you turned on the lights. There weren't even oh, light yeah. switches okay. mm-hmm. to like go into the gym. So it's pitch dark. There were mm-hmm. emergency lights, but like the hallway lights are off. I'm talking early, my friends. Mm-hmm. We were there before <laughs> anyone. The mm-hmm. school was empty. Mm-hmm. Should have been. Um, should have been empty. So, um, <laughs> um, and so every fucking morning when we would walk into that gym in the, t- okay. So Amber wanted me to describe it. When you walk in, mm-hmm. it's a two story gym. Um, you have a balcony up top and there's a rock, um, wall on the east side of the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it goes, but the balcony goes all the way around. It's a big giant rectangle mm-hmm. and there are you can get into the school basically from either end of the north side of the gym, from mm-hmm. either the top balcony or the regular floor. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a gym. Well, and the stairs to the balcony are these old rickety wire, chicken wire looking stairs. They are as old as the building. And it's <laughs> and it's not in like a normal, it's in a brick it's a brick building. Mm. It's not like mm-hmm. in an insulated part. The building is the school is insulated. I maybe mm. I don't know. It kind of had parts w- of it that have been redone. Yeah, yeah I had like kind of like rough wall when we went mm-hmm. there. Um, mm-hmm. But so yeah, so yeah, two stores, two two story, stories. Excuse me. And then there's obviously the you know the basketball court in the middle, and the mm-hmm. bleachers on either side. Um, mm-hmm. When we would when we'd walk in. I just would see something pace back and forth and it was, it was white. It wasn't black. I could like fucking see it and it would just pace back and forth on the balcony on the east side by the rock wall. Mm. And so kind of by where, um, this is going to be a total flashback. Do you remember where the computer room was on the second story by Mrs. Minkenbacher's room? Mm-hmm. That's where that balcony, um, Oh, no, that's wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. The balcony went by the counseling. It went by the counseling. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. where it on was. On the second story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where that's where that thing was. And it would just pace back and forth, back and forth. Mm. And I fucking hated it. It just gave me the worst vibes. Hmm. To the point, Amber, that I almost, I asked my mom if I could go to Irwin because I was so scared. Seriously. To walk into that gym in the morning in the dark because of the thing that was pacing back and forth. That I would just see him. I would just and I, I, I. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago when I said it's a weird feeling when you just mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I just knew it was a man, and I just mm-hmm. I didn't like it, and he just kept going back and back and forth. So, did you ever see it while we were in school, or was it nope. only when you got there super early? Yep, in the dark, mm. only in mm. the dark. But I didn't. I hated going up there. I didn't go up there. I didn't do. I hated when we did that rock climbing. Oh, see, shit. and I used to love it. Mm-hmm. Or when we used to have to do laps. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Hated it. I hated it. I. Mm. I loved it. <laughs> I liked below. I never felt bad below. Mm-hmm. Never felt bad feelings below. Always just in that top east corner. Well, and the top like is kind of like it's it's pretty sketch. Like it's an it's an old balcony. Open. Yeah. And it's an open space. Yeah. <laughs> and like it had like little like obviously it had protectors so we couldn't like fall to our death, but like right. it was still like it was just iron bars like protecting it like all the way around. Like you could stand on it, you could climb on it. Like it was not 
completely safe <laughs> and you could hear it creak do you remember here like when we would oh. all have to do laps up there you could hear the balcony it would, creak yeah, you could hear the wood and you could squeak, hear and then- it, it could feel it shake too well, and when I was an honor choir and we would all be mm-hmm. walking up those stairs because the choir room was upstairs. Mm-hmm. So when we would get there early, depending on if we would like meet the the choir teacher there, which sometimes happened, mm-hmm. we would all arrive at the same time. We would go into the fucking gym mm-hmm. and we'd go up those fucking. Well, and actually, it, you wouldn't go into the gym because there was the like an in-between mm-hmm. space. There was the first door. And then you would go up the stair door, right? Mm-hmm. And um, oh my gosh, and- I haven't thought about this place in forever. <laughs> and so when when we'd all be walking up there, yeah, those stairs would be fucking going crazy and be so loud, and you're like, this does not feel safe Mm-mm. in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, it's an old school, guys. Uh, so and then in seventh grade, we do the medieval um, section, right? <gasps> the the medieval fair. Yep. So I. I just I always felt like they would do the um, like torture displays in the balcony up top. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it would give me the worst feelings. Um, and I went to that medieval fair well before you and I had it because my brothers mm-hmm. went there because we did it in seventh grade. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, no, every year, every seventh grade year it happened. So mm-hmm. I went to those. I mean, all three of my brothers went to that school. So I went to mm-hmm. theirs. I went to them because my parents were there because I didn't. Mm-hmm. I I my child care was at that school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you just hung out with whatever teacher was available. <laughs> and so yeah, those the torture um you know di- dioramas whatever those were called were always on mm-hmm. that balcony. Always on well, that side. Can we just talk about how weird the medieval fair really is? We would do artwork of like I remember on one side of the balcony it was like the artwork we would do like sketches and drawings of like the clothing of the time uh-huh. it was very the others nice and like informative and, yeah uh-huh. yeah we had big construction paper and i remember big construction paper glued to hangers and we would actually like make bodies and silhouettes of the dresses or of the clothes and then we would go to the medieval <laughs> like side where we recreated little diagrams and dioramas of like torture devices and there was more stuff that we did down at the bottom. I can't remember what it was. Well, and then in the library, we had like shops. I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I had. A, we, had to- we made oils. That was our shop. We did. Um, I can't remember what we did. But <laughs> in the. Yeah. I mean, such a fucking throwback, which on a total side note, I saw on Facebook that Wade, the, uh, mm, the, janitor, yeah, the janitor, he's retiring this year. Is he really? Yeah. So um, he, I, he was my favorite. He, he would let me in the school on the weekends to just check it out. Like he was very kind. He would, he would always not hear us. And, but then like when we'd start to get brave and like try to go into the school, magically he heard us. Yeah, no, he was, he was a good guy. He's mm-hmm. a very special He's a man. Sweetie. Anyway, so sorry. Yeah, but- Memory lane. so i just feel like we were just feeding the the bad energy whatever Mm. and i just feel like it's very ironic that i had such a bad feeling again to the point where i wanted to transfer schools oh my god Um, and you never talked about this when we were kids no i no i was embarrassed i mean Mm -hmm. yeah okay so i had that um and then mr may's room (laughs) um on the in the on the basement level nope second floor oh his old room okay 
yeah by the choir um by like the music mm-hmm. side okay um you know it was that classroom right before the double doors mm-hmm. i know you weren't you were on sick so yours was a little different mm-hmm. but i i remember being over there because mr may eventually because he switched to eighth grade at one point because then he got a room downstairs right mm-hmm. okay but i do remember his right. old room over by like mr schaefer and miss hanks and stuff like that right next to mr schaefer mm-hmm. yep um so and there were a lot of times where i would like forget my my homework mm-hmm. or i wouldn't bring my homework home but i was like i know i'm gonna be here early fucking ass crack of dawn <laughs> so i could just do it here yeah. and my my locker was right across from um mr may's room Mm. And he had um, all the doors had windows on them. So you could see into the classroom, you know, just a smidge, not like it wasn't a full door, but just a little tiny window. Mm-hmm. And I was at my locker and I was getting it. I was getting my stuff and I turned and I closed it and I turned around and there just was I didn't I couldn't see a face, but there was just something mm-hmm. just standing at the window, just looking at me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I could see the TV and this was back in the day where like the safari fucking thing oh, would like, yeah. bounce around, you know, <laughs> I could see the TV and I could see the safari, but there just was this thing just standing in front of the door, just looking at me. Mm. And I was terrified again, because remember the gym, <laughs> I, I, I didn't have great feelings mm-hmm. while I was there, especially this year. I didn't, I didn't feel very good when I was there and I was so scared that I, as soon as I saw it, I just fucking ran. Mm-hmm. I just was like, I just immediately ran downstairs and cause my mom's room was on the main floor mm-hmm. and, uh, and I didn't feel, I didn't have any bad. It just scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, I don't think I even gave it enough time to even have a feeling. Yeah. You just knew you had a sense that there was something there and you wanted to get away from it. Yeah, it was much different than the gym because that was a long walk mm-hmm. from the fucking front of the gym to the end of the gym. You were forced to every, be around it, yeah. <laughs> right, every single day, that was a long fucking walk and that was like my own personal little tour. Okay. <laughs> my uh, college dorm in my second year, uh, we I lived in an old dorm. Um, the first year when you and I you know, were in the dorms, we, we were, were in the, the new, new ones. ones. Yeah, not the ones that the, the rodeo team stayed in. <laughs> yep <laughs> but my second year i did oh I you did stayed stay. on the rodeo team so this I is did. we went to a school in cheyenne uh wyoming and cheyenne there was no <laughs> football team at our school but there was a rodeo team and they were the kings and the queens of the school <laughs> and a really good soccer team but the rodeo team we did have a good the, soccer that was team, it yeah. the soccer and we had basketball and shit but yeah soccer and ro- but we rodeo. Uh, yeah. So we lived in the second dorm, and I don't know if you remember um, when you were there, but there was like rumors that it was haunted. Um, that a girl, you know, I feel like just like every college, every college dorm, you know, mm. there was a girl. I don't remember how she died, but she died, and you know, she yeah, died, and she yeah. haunted. Mm-hmm. But we we had a presence, um, and unfortunately. I can't remember all of what happened and I can't remember mm-hmm. what we named it because mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I was put in a coma and there are things that mm-hmm. I just don't, I really struggle remembering things. We, They're right. Fun. We've talked about it. Like there are people from high school and I'm like, yeah, I have no fucking clue who you're talking. Like I just, <laughs> there, I just don't remember some things. So a lot mm-hmm. happened, but basically just things would like move around a lot. Uh, one of the pr- most prominent memories I have, my roommate, who's 
coincidentally named Leslie as well. <laughs> um, Leslie mm-hmm. was, uh, I remember she was getting in the shower and the way our dorms were, we, they were like suites. So each, it was like a big T kind of, um, you would walk mm-hmm. in and either we had both, there were two doors, two rooms, and it was two people to a room and we each had our own bathroom. Very similar mm-hmm. to okay. the new dorms. So just like yeah. the other and side. a little okay, common yeah, yeah. area. Um, with like a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Leslie was in the bathroom and she was taking a shower and she got out and she was like, hey, thanks for getting all my like night stuff together. And I was like, what? You know, like, what are you talking about? And she was like, didn't you like pull out like my like night shorts and like my my skincare and my hair stuff? And I was like, I'm not that nice. <laughs> well, no, I was like, I'm not that weird. Like you were taking a shower. Yeah. No, I'm, I wasn't. It, they weren't big rooms. Like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> they were bigger than the new ones. I'll say they oh, were, were much they? longer. Oh, okay. And, our, and the closet was actually in there, too. Uh, in the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. So it was, yeah, it was very long and it was kind of skinny. And so, yeah, it was, you had your closet and then a vanity with a mirror and then a door and then the toilet and the shower. Why did we have to go to the new dorms? The old dorms sound luxurious. No wonder the rodeo people kept that secret. They probably spread the rumor about the dead girl. (laughs) Megan and I did a tour and we're like, we're going to the fucking old dorms. Like we're doing it. So they did did. smell Um, bad though with all the rodeo things. Oh, they were stinky. We were up top. Oh, because so, I remember walking in the main floor and I was just like, oh, my God, it smells like a freaking cow pasture. Yeah. Freshman year, we were 420A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, second year, we were 320. So oh. we were just up in the corner. Okay. So, yeah, we didn't st- we didn't smell the rodeo kids were on the base floor. Mm-hmm. So they we didn't smell them. Uh, also, then, like, I'm sorry. Another side tangent, because you're talking about places that I haven't thought about in a long time. <laughs> yeah what how many colleges had signs on the washers and dryers saying do not put horse blankets in these <laughs> and asking for a friend we had parking <laughs> spots that were for diesel trucks there were specific spots for diesels to yeah. plug into like how many colleges have those things it's good old Cheyoming, you know. Cheyenne's a wild, wild west. Yeah, case. it was. Uh, we we were from the tame, tame east compared to that. Well, and then I even lived there afterwards, and there's a reason that I got the fuck out. <laughs> I lived in Cheyenne for yeah. Me and Robbie lived mm-hmm. there for fucking two years afterwards. Anyway, it's a bad place. <laughs> um, it's really bad for my mental. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so she's like, you didn't get all that shit out. Like all of her shit had been like her like night shorts because again our closet was there mm-hmm. and like all of her shit had been like taken out and like folded and like her towel was folded oh, it's like a and nice like, little maid ghost yeah <laughs> yeah they were i remember we had no bad feelings but we would hear like knocking i remember um yeah th- that's pretty much it like i i i know more things happened um mm. but i didn't have the time to reach out to them to ask so <laughs> mm. anyway <laughs> um so my first like big girl job in the real mm-hmm. world, I was an AmeriCorps um, and I worked at the, it's, it was called Greater Wyoming Big Brothers Big Sisters. Mm. In Wyoming, everything is state individualized because they're narcissists. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they are, they're white cowboys after all. So, um, <clears throat> and, and so we worked in, it was a nonprofit that was poor as shit. And um, there were two locations one in Laramie and one in Cheyenne. Um, I think there was actually maybe a third, maybe in Douglas, but oh, okay. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Um, and the Laramie one was really cool. It was in a, an old school, like an Ooh. old schoolhouse. 
But in Cheyenne, our office was in an old. So you, I don't know if you remember downtown Cheyenne. Mm -hmm. Um, They're like not skyscrapers, but they're just big buildings, and they have a bunch of different. They have a bunch of different offices in them, Mm -hmm. and so we were in downtown Cheyenne in the old section, and so in the part that some of those buildings, I want to say, are like seven or eight stories tall. So like they're not like not tall. Yeah, we had two locations at this, and our second one was on the sixth floor of mm-hmm. this amazing fucking building. Anyway, so yeah, both of them, both of the buildings that were like part of the original downtown. And actually, it was a really crazy job. I worked with kids whose parents were in prison, like young children whose parents mm-hmm. were in the system, and then youth on probation. Yeah, the youth, it was for like community service. So we would do a bunch of like job hunting. And it was, I don't know, we just did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the activities we did was actually researching our building because everybody knew it was haunted. The oh. kids, like we, it was just, it was, the building was fucking haunted. <laughs> and so we found out that it used to be a brothel <clears throat> and it actually, there was a fire um, and people died in the fire. And, and so we like in real time backed it up to, historical events in our building Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um some of the stories okay so we were on the second floor and Mm -hmm. to get into the building you could go from the front from the street right and you'd walk upstairs and the the staircase going up was terrifying it was (laughs) tiny and skinny and dark and it smelled weird and it just felt like you were like in a time capsule it's just this old fucking building but in the back where like the staff came in, mm-hmm. there was um, a door from the parking lot that had a lock. And then there was like a T almost. And there was like a closet, another closet, and then another door to go up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And so that door had a lock. And so then you go up the stairs and then there was another door. Jesus. <laughs> that had a lock. Yeah, I mean, we worked with kids. And so we were. I know, and, but so many it, doors. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's why one of the stories is just even that scarier because of all the locks and the doors. And so, yeah, the, the final door to get in um, was like an old schoolhouse door. So that it had like a glass middle um, that was mm-hmm. frosted, but you could kind of see, um, you know, through it. And that had a lock, too. And then the office was like, picture a giant O, like a big bubble. Mm -hmm. And there were offices in the middle and then offices along the side. And then basically connected by a big hallway that made like a a circle, a zero. Okay. Okay. Before I got there, they told me that it was haunted. And I was like, okay, you know, kind of excited, Mm -hmm. kind of like, but secretive about it. Mm -hmm. And um, they were like, yeah, there are a lot of times we'll all be sitting here and we see people pop in or we like hear things, we hear knocks. One of my supervisors got there early in the morning and Mm -hmm. he was there by himself and he was at his desk and he heard someone knocking on the door in the back, the Mm -hmm. top, the top door. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, I mean, you, you have to get through like four different doors to get to that door. <laughs> and I so, would see you at some point. <laughs> well, no, he wouldn't. He would, so oh. that door, uh, so the top door is how it would, basically is how you get into our office. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought mm-hmm. it was the door after sorry. your office. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you have to get through like the the three doors. It's, well, it's three doors. That's a, the, the third door you have to get mm-hmm. in and then you're okay. in the office. Sorry. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go, yeah. So, it was weird. It was curious that he was hearing knocking because it was like, 
you've had you've already gone through two different doors with that are why locked. are you knocking now yeah yeah <laughs> so he walks over there and he opens and he would have seen if someone was there because like i said it's frosted glass mm-hmm. he opened the he opened the door there was no one there and oh, he was like that. okay that's annoying closes the door goes back and, it, and that happened like three or four times mm-hmm. so that was one of the supervisors my first experience is there <laughs> We, we were there at night and we were having an activity and um, we were at like a long table and the doorway um, going into the hallway for all the other offices was behind me. And we were like doing, ho- I think we were doing homework and my supervisor looks up and she was like, Hey, Leslie, meet me at the front door. Like meet me at the door at the doorway. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And she was like, I just saw someone pop their head in, in here that she's like and i didn't recognize them and so i want to make sure that everything's okay we were we were constantly on like red alert like this was like probation status so we were constantly like is someone here or something happened and she was like so i just saw someone pop their head in so we just need to like so we we split up and she and she was thinking it's a person and i'm like oh my god it's a ghost (laughs) like i was like fucking (laughs) petrified and so we split up and i'm like I'm like, please don't fucking By see yourself. Please don't like, fucking oh my see God, anything. in these movies, I'm a white girl. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I know. I was terrified. So we, we split up and we meet up and we, we finally meet back at the center at the front of the O and there was no one there. And she mm. was, and she was super annoyed because she was like, you scared the fuck out of me. Like you can be, she also believed in the ghost. She was like, you can be here, but like, Stop oh she was like me. talking to the ghost yeah, yeah like she was like, <laughs> i thought she was talking to you i was like you were even oh aware. i was terrified i was like lisa girl i am petrified and she knew i was petrified she used to listen i'll be curious because we're still friends i'll be curious if she still mm. listens if you'll have lisa, to tell her we give her a shout out in this one i will lisa if you're if you're listening type in because i think you had more experiences than i did you were there <gasps> yeah. before and after me but one of my like scare the experiences of my life, my one of my scariest experiences. Mm-hmm. We were there late at night, and we had so much work to do. Um, and this was my second job. Okay, so I were I was in school full time. Mm-hmm. I worked at Sally Beauty part time, mm-hmm. and then I did this like oh, Jesus part to full time. It was like 30, 30 to thirty two hours a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm like I was fried. I was. Mm-hmm just dying (laughs) and we had so much work to do i don't i think we were working on maybe a grant i can't remember what we were doing but there were Mm -hmm. three of us there Mm -hmm. and it was the building was old as fuck and so you know when you you're walking on straight wooden floors Mm. how you can old wooden floors yeah you can like see it right you can Mm -hmm. see it bend and so we were working and we were in this big giant office and my supervisor's desk, we, she and I shared an, uh, an office room. And so my, there's basically space in between our desks and I don't know what, I can't remember if there was a knocking, but we just suddenly knew that we were not alone. We mm-hmm. like all, all of us knew that there was someone here and I was getting guy, I was getting man vibes and we're, mm. we're in Cheyenne, we're in the wild, wild west. So mm-hmm we kept hearing boots we kept hearing fucking like uh spurs spurs yeah like walking down the i just got goosebumps walking (laughs) in the hallways behind us and it was so weird our offices had little windows um and that so like (laughs) they were rooms but they had like tiny little like shitty creepy (laughs) like windows that you could pull up Uh and we always just kept the windows open and so my back was to the window Uh and we could just hear this like cowboy walking behind us and it scared us all and we were all like okay okay like we have 
we can't we're enough like, enough <laughs> well we were like we're feeding into it like because yeah. all three of us were starting to get kind of manic like we were like all th- like we couldn't all three clearly hear that you are there mm-hmm. but we cannot see you and it was it a t- i've never had an experience with multiple people where all of us and so we same oh. i think we were just like our manicness was like going into it and i remember lisa was so fucking mad and she was like i have work to do like i and you are you're enabling <laughs> me like from lecturing working. the ghost <laughs> yeah she was so fucking mad and um like she was like leave like go away like we have so much work to do like she was so mad and it just kept progressing kept progressing finally came to the point like rachel the other girl was like can i come in your office and work so we were all three of us were in our (laughs) office we were all so scared and it finally progressed to we felt we heard the boots kind of walk into the office and then we saw the wood floor (gasps) move in between us Oh my God. I just felt like I wanted to throw up. <laughs> and she was like, fine, like you win. Like we will go like we, and we left. We literally, we had so much work to do, but we were like, you know what? Like, this is it. We like you, you've won. Yeah. Hands up. And so we, uh, yeah, we logged out and all three of us left. We were so fucking scared. I would have been like, can you come home with me? <laughs> I'm literally covered in goosebumps right now. I am too. That. And I don't have uh, a hoodie on. <laughs> it, it's uh, Yeah. It, it was a great one of my favorite experiences so oh my god i would shit my pants see i feel like maybe back in the day i would be so into this but i'm such a chicken now <laughs> i well i was terrified in real time not not as much as i was at bill reed but like i was pretty fucking scared and uh yeah. but i think it just it wasn't as bad because we all were experiencing yeah we that's all true. the kids the kids fucking knew it the mm-hmm. kids you know it just was like <laughs> Yeah, it was the funny. ghost probably kept the kids in line a little bit. Like, yeah, we can talk about PO officers and all that stuff, but like, your ghost is gonna keep you in check. That would scare the shit out of me way more. Most of the kids behaved. I did uh, have to chase a thirteen-year-old boy down downtown Cheyenne. <laughs> oh my god! And I and when I mean chase, I mean a girl was running, and you know I'm not a runner, so yeah, <laughs> <sighs> it was rough. But it was a uh, yeah. So and then we moved buildings into. Um, it's this amazing building right at the square. It was perfect for front. Actually, it was terrible for Frontier Days because trying to find parking. Mm, but you could uh, see everything, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a perfect. And then uh, back in the day, they used to do, I don't even know if they still do it, but they used to do Fridays in the plaza in the summer mm-hmm. and there were concerts. And so, yeah, you could like literally see the plaza. I think they still do that because Craig and I were in um, Wyoming a couple month or two ago and there was there was stuff we drove through downtown and there was stuff up there so oh. i think they still do yeah cheyenne is like i don't know there's so many good things about it but there's so many bad things about it mm-hmm. and when we lived there i was the most depressed i've ever been i mean i just mm-hmm. i was working my ass off and i lived in this shitty apartment this one bedroom one bath apartment and mm-hmm. it was and actually some of my kids like i would drop my kids off and they'd be in my neighborhood and I'd be like, great. Hopefully they don't <laughs> recognize my car. Like, yeah. <laughs> Make sure that you tell your friends not to steal fucking things stab me. Yeah. yeah. Fucking st- shank my tires. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and I think it was so hard for me because I was working in the social justice system as a liberal mm-hmm. in a non-liberal state. Yeah. And it was exhausting. And yeah. So, mm. um, anyway, yeah, that was, that was, uh, that building was great. Anyway, so we moved and, mm-hmm. um, and it was so sad. It was right when my contract was up. One of the very last oh. things I did with them was move. And, but there was a psychic in the building. 
so I know that they did readings with her. Um, they always found uh, coins uh, in the pennies, which is how I learned when we were in the cemetery. You know, mm-hmm. I, that's how, when I learned that that uh, spirits are attracted to copper. So if you find mm-hmm. a lot of pennies in a weird, weird place, a lot of times it's spirits. Mm. Um, yeah. And I they were there until they closed. I, I think they're closed. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so. That was a crazy, that was a really fucking creepy building too. I didn't have any experiences, but I just don't think I was there long enough to have experience Mm -hmm. because everyone else did. Everyone else was like, oh yeah, the building's haunted. Well, like, yeah, you were like the new girl and the ghost is like, let me fuck with the people I already know. Did you ever go to the Paramount, which is where they had the the Boba Tea? In Cheyenne? Mm Mm-hmm. By that theater? I don't. Oh, you mean in Cheyenne? Um... You know, there's all those one ways. Mm-hmm. And that I almost killed us on, yes. Uh huh. <laughs> that was very <laughs> scary. And um, there's one that has that really old theater on it that has like the the movie theater. I mm, no, I don't remember. Oh, and maybe the Paramount wasn't there. It's a very popular coffee place there now. But that's oh. that was the building that we were oh. in. In it, we'll have to go back to Cheyenne, and you'll have to because like okay. we lived there for a year together, but mm-hmm. like we didn't really. Exp- Explore no. that first year and like i had a very kind roommate but she was from an even smaller town so cheyenne to her she kept calling it like the city which is so <laughs> funny and we were like oh my god i'm dying here yeah and it was like <laughs> oh this is the same size if not smaller than <laughs> at least like radius wise maybe not population wise but um so i remember like she really didn't like going outside of the vicinity that she knew so it was really hard to get you know her to like venture out with us you had you had a couple more adventurous roommates than I did well and then when I lived there I mean just because when I had to take my kids around I mean I Mm -hmm. I knew that place so well because I just Mm -hmm. I had to pick kids up I had to take them to you know to school take them to shit like that so I just learned where Mm -hmm. everything was now it's so different that I think it's like a fever dream I don't think I would be be able to no, Remember. the last time Craig and I were there, I was like, this wasn't here. This wasn't here. Like, it I feels, know. it, which I mean is probably good for Cheyenne. It seems like it's building up a little bit and they're having a little bit more activity. Um, so, I mean, that's good for the town itself because when we were there, there was a lot of rundown, not doing a lot of stuff Mm-mm. kind of places. I know, was it freshman year or sophomore year that the first weekend we were there, there was a triple homicide? It must uh, have been sophomore it year. It was not when I was there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it must have been, yeah, it was literally the weekend we all moved back in. There was a fucking triple hom- not at school, but mm-hmm. in Cheyenne, yeah. Yeah, Cheyenne is rough. And actually, Cheyenne is haunted as fuck. Mm-hmm. Literally, the whole town is haunted. Um, like the brothel that we were in, there's tunnels underneath. Do you remember the Crown Bar? It's a really old bar. I don't even know if it's still there. It was the mm-hmm. Crown Royal Bar. Anyway, there's tunnels from that bar to like the Capitol. Like there's there's tunnels all, all over the fucking place. And in the new build, there's a new build neighborhoods behind the mall. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Those are all said to be haunted because <clears throat> they're uh, they're said to be on uh, indigenous like land. Oh. And is haunted. Uh, yeah. And so everybody said like people when they moved in there and they built all those houses, everyone was having all this crazy fucking activity in their houses. 
Really? I don't know. I don't know if that's still the case. I don't. I don't live there. Yeah. It's been a long time, but yeah, yeah. That's that was uh, the vibe when mm. I know. So Cheyenne is a weird place too. There's a lot well, of has a lot of history. The more that you like, kind of talk about it, it kind of makes me think of Deadwood because you know, literally, we, yes. we we go to Deadwood every couple of years because my parents really like it out there, and we did a ghost tour in Dev- Deadwood and stuff like that, and like same thing, brothel. There was a fire. Mm-hmm. Like there were a lot of fires at the brothel back in the day like just and kind of the same like I didn't never thought about it when we lived in Cheyenne but now that I've been to Deadwood so many times it does have the same kind of like vibe like old it's town wild, wild west yep yep mm-hmm. and you can just you can tell that everything is just it's old. got a lot going on mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of history I know yeah. and it doesn't feel like that in Colorado as much no, it doesn't feel like that at all. Walking through downtown Loveland feels way different than walking through downtown Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's way different. And I honestly think there's like a huge, um, there's a really bad drug problem. At least when I lived there. So mm-hmm. no, if anyone's listening from Cheyenne, no one come for me. I don't know if it's still like this. <laughs> but there just was such a huge drug issue. Um, there were a lot of hotels downtown that just had transients that lived there. And they just... There was huge drugs and really mm-hmm. bad uh, veterans, homo- a really bad homeless veterans population. So a lot mm-hmm. of sadness uh, mm-hmm. and a depression. And we know that that bad energy just fucking clings to that. Mm-hmm. And when it, we say it was the wild, wild west, it was the fucking wild, wild mm-hmm. west. There's, you know, it, it's the prison, I think, in Laramie, which is not very far from Cheyenne. That's one of the most mm-hmm. haunted fucking prisons. It was, uh, it was used... Um, <clears throat> Not by Billy the Kid. I don't know. We did. I, all my, my kids and I, we did lots of research on, <laughs> on stuff like this. But um, I don't know. It's a weird place. It's a very interesting place. You could mm-hmm. we could have a whole podcast on fucking. Oh, I think the wild we wild west. Let's do it. We'll put that on the list. Okay, so it was pretty quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't love the experiences when they happened because again I was terrified. And maybe now you understand a little mm-hmm. bit why. I hated scary movies. I hated. Well, now I, I feel like all. I tortured you all through our childhood of like nah. just being like, you're fine, Leslie. Like we can watch this ter- horror movie about teeth. <laughs> it's fine. I use. I mean, the when we had sleepovers, I, I would lay stay up at night, and sometimes your house would scare me. I'm not <laughs> oh gonna my lie. gosh, Leslie! <laughs> and we're just like asleep. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lulu. Yes, I'm so asleep. sorry. I it's was okay. such a dick. <laughs> No, I never said anything. Why would you? You never even knew. How would you? But I mean, you would tell us you didn't like scary movies and we still watched them. It's fine. Usually there was a boy around and. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's fine. I can't believe you just you have to do a beep. You okay? (laughs) I'm keeping the cops, but holy shit. No, back to ghosts. Torture as a child as I forced you to watch <laughs> horror movies. Anyway, okay. So, yeah. So, things were pretty quiet. Yeah. Because I, I just didn't... I didn't welcome them. I didn't want them. I just... So, do you think you, like, put up a wall and, like, closed it? Kinda yeah. like we talked about before? Okay. Mm-hmm, for sure. I was pretty scared of everything. Um, And then... And it really was quiet until I went under. Um, mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about when I went under? You're not in a hurry? You're good? No, I'm good. Okay. I got time. Where am I going to go? <laughs> Guys, I, trauma. Anyway. 
<laughs> well, that's just a whole can of worms. I don't know. I mean, this may... That's up to you. That's that's your story. So if you want to share it now, if you want to not, oh. I'm saying it's up to you. No, I, I mean, I, yeah, no, I, I'm not like ashamed. I'm not, I have no problems. Well, no, okay. I'm not ashamed. But if you want to, you know, open up about it. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I was... Uh, put under i was put in a medically induced coma for five days because i was in renal and respiratory failure bum, 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 bum. um my therapist would say that it's a trauma response um <laughs> and it's funny uh i so because i'm a young female i have a very high tolerance to anesthesia mm-hmm. um on average females have a harder time anyway to get put under mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because I do drugs, it's even, it's even higher. And I, and I was drinking really heavily. I just have a really high tolerance. It -hmm. takes a lot for me to get fucked up. Um, and so I was, they had a really hard time putting me under. Um, Mm -hmm. and so while I was in a medically induced coma, I was still very active and, um, yeah, I was restrained. They had to restrain me because I kept trying to rip the tube out for one, (laughs) I didn't like it. And, uh, and so, um, I had a lot of brain, I was still having brain activity. Um, I was actually still signing, which is funny because I, I've never taken an ASL class. Mm-mm. Um, but I did, I was a teacher and I would teach some basic sign language to my mm-hmm. students, but yeah, I would, so I was signing and that's how I communicated with my family for mm-hmm. those five days. Um, I remember when I saw you after you woke up from the coma, I, you told me I'd be proud of you because you were signing. Yeah. Because that's what I studied in college. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember that. So I'm glad that's, that I, <laughs> well, that was pretty, it's pretty uh, fucked up. <laughs> but anyway, um, so when it first happened, I, I like didn't know what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, you're going to laugh. I thought I was being possessed. I, okay. I, so, I mean, because you didn't know you were in a coma. You just knew something was different. I knew something was going on. And I was in now what I know is what they call the bear hugger, which okay. blows hot air on you. It's because I was like so cold. So I had a treatment called plasmapheresis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's when they take out my plasma and give me new plasma. And mm-hmm. um, it's a wonderful treatment, but it makes you freezing. And so mm-hmm. I was like shaking uncontrollably because i was so cold so they put me in this bear hugger and i now know that that's what i was in but i mm-hmm. but when you're <laughs> fucking well, on when it, you're not here yeah when you're on a shit ton of drugs and so that's that's what i wanted that was another thing my my mom was like can you please give her something because my my family was stressed out mm-hmm. because not only was i like actively dying i was like physically reacting to actively dying and I can only imagine what how strange that was. But so my they said, like, can you give her anything? Can you give her any sort of drugs? Are you sad? Don't be just sad. sad. <laughs> it's okay. It's a happy ending. I'm alive. I know. We're good. We're good. I know. Uh, it's just the actively dying stuff always gets me. <laughs> it's uh no, it's like it's a it's crazy. You just forget. You know, it's been so yes. long. You just you just forget how how hard it was during that time i'm so glad that we have like three episodes in between us talking about <laughs> really deep shit uh, uh, talking about the photo shoot and then uh, now we're talking about the worst time 
of your life and as a person on the sidelines, the worst time of my life and your family's too. Ugh. On a total side though, as someone who is chronically ill, I mean, yeah, I have PTSD. I mean, I have uh, diagnosed PTSD, mm-hmm. but I also um, recommended to my family that they also go reach out for support because I Witnessing 100% that. know, yes, that those around me mm-hmm. <laughs> probably have PTSD. So if you or someone that you know has experienced something like this, I definitely recommend reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, so I was like physically reacting and they were like, can you please give her more drugs? <laughs> because we <laughs> Dope can't. Dope her up. <laughs> Our psyche cannot handle it. And uh, quote unquote, like I had enough in me for like a 250 pound uh, football player. They, they, they were like, we physically, like if we give her more, she will die. Yeah, like, like, we she'll can't, like she'll overdose. <laughs> yeah, like we cannot give her more. Shit. Um, it's okay. They gave, they gave me a Benny because... And we should say Benny is a Benadryl, not the street name for that drug. <laughs> is that? Oh, is there a really? Yeah, there's a real drug name Be- that's a street name called Benny. So she got a Benadryl, people. That's disappointing. I've walked around my, I mean, for years. I'm not exaggerating. Years. Yeah, that's a real drug. <laughs> I mean, Benadryl's cool. a real drug too, but that's not what you're talking about. No, you know, it's, it's all innocent. It's very innocent. They popped, they gave me some Benadryl and I pass right Zonk the fuck right out, out. Mm-hmm. um but until then yeah so i thought i was being possessed because i just i was feeling these things and i knew i couldn't move my arms because i was fucking restrained mm-hmm. and i i don't i'm sure my eyes were open but i don't remember seeing very much i remember hearing i'm sure you got like active fluttering and stuff like that like people their people's eyes flutter. Oh, yeah right? you're pr- actually i think you're right i do remember i think mm-hmm. lovingly my sister-in-law kelly told me after the fact that i in fact looked terrific crazy Uh, so you're probably right but i don't remember like seeing anything um Mm -hmm. anyway so besides that just being weird as fuck we're talking about ghosts um and you know some people talk about like they raise their body you know their body raises that i did that didn't happen i i never felt like my soul physically left or anything like that probably because i didn't actually die i just was like very Mm -hmm. close to dying um, mm-hmm. but what I did see was, um, my very good friend, uh, Sierra Chrisman passed away of meningitis in 2007. Um, and I saw her in the corner of my room and it just gave me this immense feeling of peace. I just felt, I just mm-hmm. all of a sudden just felt like, okay, like I didn't, f- I just wasn't scared anymore. I just felt peace. I just wasn't scared. I just, I just felt like no matter what had happened or what was going to happen, that I, I wasn't alone, right? Because I knew my family was mm-hmm. there in the physical world, but I also felt like Sierra was there in the other world. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you were in the in between. Yeah, you got to see both. So maybe that's like going to be a flashback. Maybe like when the time does come, we have someone mm-hmm. to greet us, right? To help us yeah. in that. To guide us. Yeah. I'm curious why it was Sierra. I mean, I, I love her very much, but I am a little curious why. I mean, I mean, I would assume that it's whoever you would need in that time. And if you were really in an in-between where maybe a decision hadn't been made, whether it's by you or a higher being or the universe or whatever, 
I mean, I would think Sierra would be there because she was young when she passed. And if that would have happened to you, then you would have been young. And she would have been someone to help you transition um, as a young person leaving what, you know, Mm -hmm. what could have been a lifetime and going through the feelings of leaving so young. I would think that that would be why Sierra would be there with you. That's a very good point. Yep, you're exactly right. I mean, I might not be. I'm, I don't know anything. No, well, and she <laughs> passed of a very traumatic medical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was sick. I was sick. It was very traumatic. You guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it might have been you guys were walking two paths and maybe the universe just sends the person who could understand mm-hmm. the most yeah. of what you're going through. If you have a person like that or an ancestor like that in your life. What a lovely thought. Maybe it's a, yeah, it could even be like a friend. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm not related Mm -hmm. to Sierra at all, but what a, Mm -mm. what a lovely uh, feeling. Well, and she was like family. You grew up with her. right. Her mom was your babysitter from when you were really little. And like when I, when I was 12 weeks old, when my mom left maternity (laughs) leave. back to work. That was, I was there. So yeah, no, what a lovely feeling. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and I do like, um, too, I remember your mom showing me, I think it was a picture because when you woke up and sorry if I'm jumping ahead, are you going to tell this part? I don't know. It depends on, well, I wrote it. I wrote it when I was, yes. yeah, because remember I was still, yeah, I wrote that, um, I said SMK is here and, mm-hmm. and I remember when your mom was telling me that story when I came to visit you in the hospital, your mom said, I didn't know if it was a good thing. Or if it meant she was taking you home. Right. <laughs> and that, oh my God, crushed me. <laughs> yeah. No, it. That first appointment when uh, that when we saw you, when I went to go see you after you woke up from your coma, I don't think I breathed the entire time I was there because I was just like in awe that I was talking to you after, after you guys explained all the traumatic shit you went through. And that was the day I remember that they brought my chihuahua. They brought Ruin because I had mm-hmm. been, I was in the hospital for so long and I had never been separated mm-hmm. from her for that long. And so they brought her in and she, but she was very uncomfortable. She did not want to be there. But yeah. anyway, it was very lovely yeah. for me. And there's photos of it. And mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. Huh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's, I mean, and that's pretty much it. And then I woke up, like it was just five days and it's, mm-hmm. it's in and out, but it just, well. <laughs> Well, there's some people who have yes, longer. Yes, there are some people with longer. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry I made you sad. It's a happy ending. I'm I'm happy. It I'm is alive. a happy ending. I'm not sad. It's just it's you know we haven't we do this fun thing where we keep truck we keep trucking and and I don't know if I've the last time I sat down and thought about it. You know, oh, absolutely. So. And it um and it, like I think you said before it it's been so long. It was so mm-hmm. long ago, right? I mean. Uh, 2017 that that was a long time ago uh yeah but and I do think that was um I like my old I definitely like part of me definitely I think did die that day not in a bad way um but I mean I'm a completely different person (laughs) you know isn't that kind of like they found that's what happens with trauma is that you you have to kind of go through this hard thing and then almost like it's kind of heavy to say like the innocence, but the innocence that you used to have is gone. Mm -hmm. 
and it's replaced with the memories of the trauma that you went through. And then once you work through those, then it's strength. But for a while, it's just trauma. <laughs> anyway, it's hard. Well, okay. Enough of this so, stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. So there's there's more, right? Yes. Because we talk about how the ghosts talk over the podcast. So we've gotten to the point. Leslie's healthy. She's got a happy kidney. Yes. Her lungs breathe air and not blood. And, uh, <clears throat> now what? Well, and I'll just <laughs> so we'll end that chapter with I recently. By recently, I mean um, two weeks ago. Had my nephrologist uh which is my kidney mm -hmm. doctor and i'm the healthiest i've been in years so we're all happy it's all good we're very healthy Ooh. here okay so um <laughs> moving on here right um we lived with my mother-in-law after i got ill um so we happened to mm -hmm. move in with her <laughs> by coincidence because my rental um had an electrical fire and so we moved in um to her house and it was fine because robbie was going to join the military this was right before we were about to get married and then we were gonna go and then skirt skirt just kidding and so we ended up living with my mother-in-law for quite a while um mm -hmm. and she is I love my mother-in-law. She's kind of a witchy girl, too. She gets her tarot done. She mm -hmm. gets her readings done once a year. She's um, had past life regressions on all of her kids. Um, so, like, I know. Oh, my god! <laughs> yeah. Like, she's. I love she that. She's into it. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, I love Mama Greg. Mama Greg. She's bomb. she's good peeps. So, um, we, she and I, and Robbie, like, never wanted to admit it. Robbie, um, I'll tell you when Robbie finally gets to the point in his journey that he, I think he acknowledges that maybe something is real. Um, <laughs> but at this point, it just was kind of a thing between Patty and I that we were like, there's something here. It never felt mm -hmm. like bad. It never felt like anything, but there just was, we just collectively knew that there was something here in her. Yes. Home. And okay, um, okay. it kind of, it started with small things and then just kind of like progressed. So uh, do you remember back when Snapchat came and it was like really popular to do the puppy dog filter around? Yes. So to see if it found anything. Everybody yes. did it, right? Everyone did mm -hmm. it. And we were like, well, we already feel like there's something here. Not that we've seen anything or but we just mm -hmm. feel like it. So we did it. Mm -hmm. And nothing popped up, nothing popped up. And then all of a sudden it popped up on the very bottom of this chair and it, so she had this uh, sitting chair that had some space. It was on legs, so there was space underneath mm -hmm. it. And it picked up. It didn't pick up on, like, the chair. It picked up on the space underneath the chair. <gasps> that just gave me goose pimple. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That went all the way up my back. That's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and so for a while, we were like, okay. And we... And we just got the weird vibes in the corner. It was in the corner of the chair or it was in the corner of the room. And we just kind of were like, okay, okay. You know, but again, never negative. We never felt negative. Um, mm -hmm. So that happened. Um, Do you think it was like an animal or did it feel human? No, it felt human. I've okay. never felt an animal presence. Neither have I. I know people who have. I've talked to people who have, mm -hmm. but I personally have never felt which makes me mm -hmm. sad. I would love to feel my dog. Um, I, I listen to, uh, I haven't listened to them in a long time, but it's a podcast called Two Girls, One Ghost. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. I haven't listened to They're it cute. yet. They're cute. Lis I've listened to back in the day before they were really popular, but um, mm. I think it's Corinne, uh, one of the hosts. She sees her childhood dog 
that's one of her spirits. Aww. It's very cute. And it, they that. actually go into depth, um, at least in the early stages, about like her past lives. And it's very interesting. So if you're interested in that, yeah. I would definitely recommend. Yeah, that sounds um, cool. Anyway, my ghost story's here. So, <clears throat> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm no, a listener. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, let's keep it up. I love this. Um, so, like, typically, um, and this was like something that it started one day and then it just kept occurring. Um, so, mm-hmm. while I was on dialysis, I would sleep for, I'm not exaggerating, like 12 to 14 hours a day, sometimes more. Because I just was phys- I just was so tired, and your body was tired. Yeah, I was so ill. And I have to take a drink. My husband, where we used to sleep, was in the basement, and um, I was so ill that I couldn't one go down the stairs consistently to sleep, mm-hmm. and I couldn't. And it was an unfinished basement, and my doctors wouldn't let me go down there because it was unfinished. So he slept downstairs, and I slept in an upstairs room. Real romantic for your first couple years of marriage. (laughs) Yeah, guys, let's just talk about this on a side note, too. I was married November 11th, 2016. I was diagnosed with my autoimmune disease and put under – well, I was put under on um, February 14th, 2017. So – Mm-hmm. Uh, the first Valentine's Day that we were married, I was put in a coma. Um, <clears throat> not even two months after. Yeah. God bless my husband. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. a wonderful <laughs> man. Yes. Um, so yeah, we were, we slept, I slept in a bed by myself and it was a small bed and that's why he didn't sleep with me because he is a giant mm-hmm. as we have established. So we went from a king to a full and it just wasn't, it wasn't working. Um, mm-hmm. so, but we did have a cat uh, her mom had his mom had a cat. And so I one day I thought it was during the day. And I thought that Anna got on the bed with me the cat because I felt something sit on the bed on the edge of the bed. Mm-hmm. And I remember this. Um, I was like, you know, I just didn't really think anything of it. I thought it was Anna. But when she didn't come come to me, I was like, what the fuck? And I looked up and she wasn't there. And then even furthermore, the door was closed. And even furthermore than that, uh, Patty was with Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's like, I got and, her. <laughs> you're right. And she was in, uh, like I so said, my door is closed because it's during the day that I'm sleeping. And everyone else mm-hmm. has lives and jobs and things to do. So the door was closed. So there was no way that it was the cat. Um, and then that just continued. I always, I constantly felt something get in bed with me, not in a weird way, not in like get into bed, mm-hmm. but just sit with me in bed. On the bed, um, yeah. And for the longest time, I never knew, never, could never figure out who it was, what it was. Um, and then one day I was getting ready uh, in the bathroom and the bathroom was right next to the bedroom that I was staying in. And I saw this woman just walk out of my bedroom and walk past me, walk past the bathroom and just into the kitchen. Oh, my God. Um, and I, at the time, I didn't recognize her. And it actually took me years uh, to finally figure out who I think she was. That's mm-hmm. the only time I've ever seen her. But I have felt mm-hmm. her. And actually, I don't really feel mm-hmm. her anymore. It's she's. I think she's since left me, um, which I think is interesting, too. I think that I've had different spirits in my life come in and out. Mm -hmm. Um, But so I don't think she's with me anymore, but it took me years. I think she's someone who I grew up with uh, from my church, from my childhood Mm. church um, that I was very close with. And that's who I think she is. Um, Okay. And so, yeah, that 
So did you have like when you saw her, did you have that like, I recognize you, but I can't put my finger on it feeling or like just over time, did it just dawn on yes. you that like, oh my God, this is who it yeah, was? Yeah, it was over time. And it just, it just like, mm, okay. And actually, and it was when I was here because I, when, even when we moved in here, I still felt her in the early days mm-hmm. of the podcast when things were really weird with our audio. Mm-hmm. I mean, none mm-hmm. of that was staged, guys. None of that was staged. No. Yeah, that was just Leslie like existing. We'll get to it into my in my timeline what I think happened, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. So even when we were here, I still felt her. Um, no, it just it just occurred to me one day uh, that was her, and when I saw her, I saw her side profile, and she kind of had her hair up. Um, you know, like kind of how old ladies did it, where there was like it's like a comb on one side, but you don't see the comb, mm-hmm. and then it does like a flippy do thing. And it does like a foofy. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. what her hair looked like. And I just saw her profile, but I couldn't see any like features of her face. And I think mm-hmm. just after her presence being with me for so long, I think it just finally clicked that. Oh, I think mm. that's who it is. OK, Um. let's see here. And then it finally progressed to um, my dog refusing to go into a part of the house and when i do when i mean refusing i do quite mean refusing and this is still at patty's uh-huh. house yeah and okay. um like wouldn't like would or if she did have to go she would like fucking scramble and freak the fuck the fuck out and like totally fall mm. and slip and like hated this this corner of the room to the point where mm. patty me and robbie finally started to acknowledge okay that's kind of strange. Like she acts mm-hmm. fine every other time, except when she would go by this section of the house and then would like freak the fuck out and then be totally fine. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. Hmm. So let's fast forward to my house. Um, quick things. Not not very many things. Um, like I said, it's been fairly quiet, I want to say seeing things wise. I haven't seen a lot of things lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like seeing things is like top tier that's so difficult to do <laughs> yeah honestly it's so difficult to do consistently that's a good point. all the time that takes so much brain power and so much like meditation and like you just have to be on this like realm of spiritual and like i wonder if the further you get away from your coma probably the harder it is to feel like they can contact you that way. It's almost like kids, right? Like with their past mm-hmm. life regressions or their previous lives, the older we get, the less we remember. So that's a that's mm-hmm. a good good in theory. Good thinking, neighbor. We should write a book. Um, <laughs> no, thank you. Zach Bagans, hit us up. Um, <laughs> so the first Christmas we were here, uh, we went all out and we decorated a shit ton because mm-hmm. we built our house in 2020 and everyone was quarantined and um i i was quarantined i was quarantined for mm. you were super for quarantined. years i mean I, and i <laughs> literal like multiple plural years um and so we went all out because i was probably depressed just you know what i mean because i was alone mm-hmm. like everybody yep. else um <laughs> and so we had a christmas village um in our hallway and uh robbie and i would be sitting in um like no one would be moving and this happened pretty much this entire season uh this first Mm -hmm. year but the we had a church uh that my mom gifted us it was a christmas village and the there's a cross on the top of the church um that could come off and Mm -hmm. at random it would just kind of jing it would start to jingle 
And it took us a while to figure out what it was. And then we realized it's someone, it, it was almost like someone was going up to the, the cross and just kind of like moving it, just playing just, just with it. teensy bit. It just would make this tiny little like tingle because mm-hmm. it's like porcelain. Um, mm-hmm. So that happened, like I said, pretty much that entire uh, Christmas season. Uh, and Robbie would work nights. So there was, I was home alone a lot. <laughs> and remember this mm. is during quarantine. I, so I was pretty fucking isolated and this is when it was probably the most active. This was the beginning of the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, Robbie would work nights. Um, and there was this one time, probably one of, probably one of the only scary moments I felt in, since I've been out of my coma, um, mm-hmm. I was about to watch Demon House on Discovery, which is Zach Bagan's no. documentary. I still <laughs> want to watch it, but after this, um, I will never watch it. No. Uh, yeah, at least not here. Um, and so I was just kind of like sitting on the couch and I was watching the um, preview because I've wanted to watch it for a long time. But like many things, when there are um, chants and keywords and things that are being spoken even if it's on your tv that can still impact your environment Mm -hmm. um so i was pretty hesitant about watching it but i was watching the preview and it kind of sounded like something had like fallen or like hit a wall um in my bedroom and uh for those of you don't know my bedroom and my bathroom is connected it's like a big long you know tea and so i went Mm -hmm. in there knowing that you know no one's here so i just thought maybe something um organically fell or something like that and i couldn't Mm -hmm. i couldn't spot anything this was pretty early on when we moved in so we really had nothing on the walls we were broke as a joke. Uh, I was unemployed. I was on disability. Like when we bought our house. Um, so there was, there just was nothing out of place. And that kind of was like, okay, you know, and I, and I knew, I knew it was them. And I just mm-hmm. said, okay, got it. Right. So I go, thank you. So I go back and I sit down and I was still like an idiot debating on watching. And um, then there just was this bang and I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it was, but it was so loud that it scared both of my dogs and they didn't bark, but they came to me immediately. And it Mm -hmm. to the point, like I shouted, I said, stop. Like I won't watch it, but stop. Like you're scaring us. Knock it off. And that is the Mm -hmm. only time I've ever shouted at them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And uh, it did. And I didn't watch Demon House. <laughs> <laughs> so you will never watch right. that. Ever. At least, like I said, at least not at my house. Uh, <laughs> I'll go if someone else. Okay, see, and then you know what's going to happen tonight? You're going to hear a loud ass fucking bang because they're going to be all pissed off. They're like, we just did all this drama just for you to say I'm not going to watch it right now. <laughs> okay. No, 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 don't okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm missing, I miss them. It's been Minus the toenails, which I know just our update. (laughs) I forgot about zero toenails, zero crystals. They've I've so either they were bad, but bad peeps and they got out, or I have (laughs) am still I'm just being impatient. Uh, (laughs) I forgot about the toenails. (laughs) Um, the only (laughs) the only other actual thing that's happened here, um, I was. Again, Robbie was on nights. I was laying in bed watching Netflix, mm-hmm. and I saw something um, walk out of the bedroom. 
And it didn't, I didn't even think of anything. I just thought it was my dogs. You know, I thought maybe mm-hmm. they were going to get water because I'm an old lady. Typically, I mean, it's almost midnight and we're still awake. I know. We're insane right now. <laughs> I, I like just looked at the clock and was we like, We are crazy. Fuck. I'm running on adrenaline <laughs> and I'm sweating. It's, I will say <laughs> when we were like shooting the shit and talking and even before when we started recording, I've been cold. The second I started talking about it, I'm roasting. Got hot. Well, I am very glad that you're not home alone tonight because no. I think that would stress me out. I'm not home alone. <laughs> Robbie's here. Ripley's mm-hmm. here. All, the, the girls are here. We're all here. We're all good. Uh, mm-hmm. anyway, okay. So I was watching Netflix and I saw something walk out um, and it didn't even click on me, click to me that it was anything out of the ordinary until I realized I didn't hear my dog's pitter patter because my the way my house goes I have carpet in my bedroom and then it transitions to hardwood floor and I and I hear my dog's feet pitter you know on the floor and I noticed I didn't mm-hmm. hear that and so I was like well did they just like I don't know are they just laying there and I looked up and both of them were at the foot of the bed and this mm-hmm. was before we had a cat mm-hmm. <laughs> so again the only beings the only living beings in the in the house I could physically see and I, I still don't know. And that was a black shadow. I mean, that was like something moving. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much the last thing I've seen still mm. to date. Um, but we know the dogs reacted on the podcast all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the podcast reacted all the time. And the knocks, um, you know, I and I know someone mentioned that they they want us to start referencing uh, episodes that we've that we've had weird shit about or that we talk mm-hmm. about. I is it was it maybe it's all of them it's all of them there's something in almost every single one well do you think it was maybe when it, we were talking about like the ghosts or like was it like maybe estes or was it maybe like when they were really obnoxious no. so when they were really obnoxious it was when you were talking about was it the demon was it the, yeah. the possession one yeah, yeah, they did not like the possession one. The possession one was one where, like, the audio was really scratchy. Um, I don't think they liked the Skinwalker one either. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, not a lot of people like the Skinwalker <laughs> one, if we're being honest. So sorry, friends. <laughs> trauma. <laughs> Talking about trauma. Let's all talk to someone about how Leslie traumatized us about Skinwalker. I, I saw this meme today that's like, I want to be a, a cottage core babe, but I'm a cryptid, <laughs> like, psycho instead or, or a cryptid creep or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> I well, so I definitely think if you want to go back and listen to the possession one, and Leslie, can we put in the show notes what that is? Yes, like the actual number and season. So look in the description. Look in the description, and and Leslie will list that. But I think that one we actually comment on how they didn't want on us the, to do it because I remember there was one that there was a bang. And then there was a couple that my dogs reacted to nothing. And then, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, I will. Uh, I'll reference it. Or just go back and listen to all of our old oh, stuff. There you just go. give us the downloads and give us the there boosties. There you go. But I'll, I will. I will definitely do at least the possession one. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, as I said, I would reference this in my timeline. And then I got medicated, right? Then I started mm-hmm. um, treating my uh, depression. And I just don't think I um, was a target as much um, mm-hmm. to those negative th- feelings because I don't feel as negative anymore. 
Oh, that makes um, sense. Okay. And I also am kind of curious if it, if I if I am blocking it a little bit with medication, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just because. Yeah. I mean that it's not that it that my antidepressant like softens my brain, but it you know mm-hmm. it softens something. You know, it doesn't make me as you know yeah aware <laughs> so yeah uh uh yeah so that's why i think it's been that's why i think it's been pretty quiet okay so i think too like i think a little bit like in the beginning we they didn't know what the podcast was i mean i know you work from home and you're home a lot but i think that it was like you said it was different you were home i wasn't working not working and everyone was home and everyone was there was a lot of stress because we didn't know what the world was going to be like it was unknown you didn't know like your husband was still working in the public you didn't know when you were going to be sick or Mm -hmm. like if you were going to be sick or not if you were going to get this like it was a very stressful time and I feel like a lot of stuff comes when you're stressed that's a good point yeah I know I was I was scared I was genuinely scared to get it well, and I think this stuff comes to you when you're scared. Yeah, right. I think because you're vul- vulnerable. I can't say that mm-hmm. fucking word because you're open. Vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's a good point. Because like if you look back at what you've talked about, you know, you're in a crib and you were scared of a hand and you were in a school that was haunted and you were scared and you were running away. That's and a good point. You were getting uncomfortable vibes. Like, I don't think necessarily you need to be scared of the entities um, necessarily. But I think that like f- that it's almost like your fear or your scared moments opened you up a little bit more to experience. It. Absolutely. Makes sense. Uh, it's a lot of feeling, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. experiencing a shit ton of emotions and that just fuels the fire. Definitely. So, mm-hmm. and I will say, I, I mean, I, I'm a scaredy cat for sure. Or I used to be like that. Used to be a very intense feeling that I felt. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and for the record, I'm I'm not scared uh, of. Well, and maybe that's something too. You're not as like you're not feeling an intense feeling. You're not feeling scared. Right. You're not feeling. I think the that's the perfect word. Intense. Like whatever feeling you're feeling, I think it has to be intense. Yes, that's a good point. And I'm just not afraid of anything because. I've already yeah. almost died, so yeah, <laughs> what what else can happen, you know? <laughs> Biggest thing to be scared of and you've already dealt exactly. with it. So, so. <laughs> so Oh my that's, gosh. There she is. Yay. So do you miss your experiences? Yes, like I do. I really yeah, do. You do. Um mm-hmm. and I don't know why they're not like I can be happy and we can be friends, right? <laughs> like it's we can all be fine. Maybe you're just not experiencing like an intense feeling. So maybe you need to be intensely happy. Like you have to be like obnoxiously joyful. That's hilarious <laughs> because I got a tarot card that um, talked that um, I got the keywords of like authentic happiness that um, mm-hmm. came to me. And I even said out loud, yeah, girls on Zoloft. I can't be authentically happy. I'm like only <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm clinically happy, okay? Like it's really hard for me to be authentically happy. So um <laughs> I feel like we're setting me up for failure. I'm as close as I can get. <laughs> yeah, can, like, come on, give me something. <laughs> well, it's like when we talked when I said I was gonna, you know, go see about getting medicated for this AD yes. that I probably have. And then I told you I didn't want to lose my sparkle yes. and 
like I don't know how to tell a doctor like I kind of like my personality on ADD. I kind of like being a freak. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I feel like I'm creative because I my brain goes a, now a thousand miles a minute. I would hate to lose that. But then to go to a doctor and be like, I feel like my distractedness <laughs> gives me a sparkle. They would probably be like, maybe we should see you for seven hours. <laughs> we just need to find you the right one. If if you're yeah. listening, if you're out there slide in amber's dms <laughs> yeah let me know about your add medication and if you still feel like you're creative because that's the main reason why i am not getting medicated right now <laughs> i don't think i have that chance i don't know is that a thing do you grow out of it i think some people do I think that you can get, I think kids can get misdiagnosed because they're just like kids and hyper. And I think that I adults, it gets missed because you think it just it's gr- just a, a kid, kid thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He was pretty crazy, but actually I think his brother was more crazy. So maybe you're right. Maybe they just misdiagnosed him because his brother for sure had it <clears throat> and just like maybe. taunted Robbie. <laughs> and then- well, and it was like a big aha moment when you explained to me that like not everyone has like a theme song playing in the back of their head, depending on what's been stuck in their head for three days. Yeah, I remember. Just like, yeah. it, well, you give me many aha moments because you also gave me aha <laughs> moments because I do have the, um, I used to, it's actually um, gone away a lot with uh, becoming a mother, but the negative voice in the back of the head, the like depression yeah. voice. Um, you also gave me the aha moment that some people just don't experience that, which I would love to know how that feels. <clears throat> for the record, it's not me. <laughs> just <Yes>. just <laughs> for the record. Yeah, uh, you just educated me that yeah. there are people who don't yeah. have a voice in the back of their head talking shit to them 24-7. <laughs> Mental health is wild. Right? So Here's your reminder, maybe friends. The- Take your meds. What do you do you think that maybe the ghosties were also just like they wanted you like they want you to feel intense feelings, but also maybe they're just like really proud of you for being medicated? I think <laughs> some of them for sure. Um, I have yeah. had a I had a reading done. Um, it's so hard. I don't know if it was a hoax. I felt really um, moved by it. I was also drinking. Okay. So story of my life. <laughs> but as you guys have learned. <laughs> questions about authenticity of my life but um she told me before we even started that i was surrounded by angels uh and then when we were finished like thanked me for um letting allowing her to read me because she said it was such an enjoyable moment for her to see that much love and i was with oh my god i would die if someone said that to me (laughs) i was with other people who also had readings by the same person and they did not they were not told that. I'll just say that. And that oh, okay. she, I don't so think she knew we were together. Mm, okay. So she at least doesn't have the same spiel for everybody. Maybe. But I also, but I, I've always said they, I've always felt like I have a, mm-hmm. a posse. You I've do. always felt like there's multiples around me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there have to yeah. be, there have to be for you to go through what you went through and to still be here to talk about it. There has to be a, a posse. I love that. You've got a crew. <laughs> I got something. Yeah. You guys all probably have like matching like bomber jackets on the <gasps> other side and you just like walk like cool and you got gold chains. Cute. <laughs> I hope so. I hope. Can we have like friendship bracelets? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gold good. chains and friendship bracelets. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I'm very excited. So. Oh my gosh. Well, Leslie, thank you for sharing. That's like, Ugh. 
That's he- <laughs> like that's yeah. a lot to share. That's like very personal, including like some of the stuff that you kept to yourself for so long. Just it's hard to open up about that. So thank you because I've been dying to hear these stories. Dying. Thank you for the free therapy session. Of course, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> it, it's 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 good to get shit off your chest every now and then. It's you know, my ADD glitter just all over the place i just think about things so deeply (laughs) no it was uh it was good and i hope you guys like it hopefully nobody feels uncomfortable um you know my favorite if you know me no you don't uh just well um, and they've survived through the the turning 30 podcast so like how how much deeper are we gonna get (laughs) that's rhetorical we're gonna get deeper This was pretty deep. I it mean, was, I yeah. you know, I, I don't know how much y'all, y'all are going to know else about me. I don't know what else there is to know about mm-hmm. me. But um, yeah, that's uh, there you are. Oh, my gosh. This was so amazing. <laughs> thank you. Seriously. Yes. Thank, just, thank you for listening. Of course. I will listen to you talk about nonsense. I will listen to you talk about deep, deep stuff. As long as you're talking, I will listen. That's very, very lovely of you to say to me. That's why we're besties. <laughs> that is why we're besties. Alrighty, friends. Well, let us know in the comments. Like, tell us about your ghost experiences. Tell us what you think yeah. about Leslie's ghost experiences. Tell us, we could do a story time. Send in your ghost experiences and we will Ooh. just like tell them to all the other explorers. Wouldn't it be so fun to have like a campfire story episode? <gasps> yeah, and we and we do real like stories from you guys. Yes. Oh, please, you have to engage with us guys, to do that. Please, come on. We have I'm, an email. Yes. Okay. We. I don't know if we've told people our email before, so go for it. It's in every description, <laughs> every single one. Um, it's just the Mystics at gmail.com. Super easy. Mm-hmm. You won't forget it. Three M's. Come on. Yeah, you know the drill. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, but like, so that's going to be our chat normal for this week as well. Um, so Ooh, good thinking. Mm-hmm, so I'm going to post like we normally do on Mondays for our chat normal. And I want to know, Leslie wants to know, we all want to know ghost stories. Tell us your ghost stories, yours, your mom's, your best friends, anyone who's willing to let you share a story. We want to hear it. And then when we get some stories, we'll, I love that. We'll do campfire stories. We'll just I tell think that would spooky be so stories. Cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm totally in. And it's we're off the beaten paths. We're explorers. We're in the forest. Like, I'm. Come on, we're going into spooky season. Like, we, we <sighs> need something for October. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> okay. Now that now that we've begged you, Please. literally begged you, <laughs> go do it. Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty, friends. Well, we will talk to you next week. We'll spook you then. Bye. Bye.